Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show is one of our monthly special trailer roundup episodes where we take a look at trailers for 10 movies, actually a bunch more this month. And Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year joins me and we try to guess what these movies are going to be what they might be influenced by just based off the trailers. And then uh, once they come out, we'll see. Maybe we'll cover some of these and see if we were right. But uh, we have a great conversation coming up with a lot of really great-looking movies coming in the month of November. So that's coming up here in a second. Before we get to it, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And, of course, if you like the show, rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And I want to let you know, uh, I've told you about our Patreon before, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon that combines bonus content from Piecing It Together and advanced content, as well as bonus content from Jason's Awesome Movie Year podcast and stuff from my music career. Right now, there's a bunch of advanced episodes of Piecing It Together on there, so uh, this is actually a really good time to check it out. If you've been thinking about signing up for the Patreon We've got a bunch of episodes that are just waiting for a good slot to release on the main Piecing It Together feed. So, you know, check it out. Plus, I'm going to be posting some stuff from my new album, more content, in the coming weeks. So, yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash Rosen. Now, with that said, before we get into the conversation... We have to take a look back at our October episodes and list off some listener puzzle pieces, which we got a lot this month. So thank you to everybody for writing in. Uh, It's always so exciting when you guys write in with your own puzzle pieces. So first up, Emily the Criminal, uh, Broken Brain, who was on my Beast episode, brought up the Vince Vaughn telemarketing movie, The Prime Gig, which I never saw and I kind of want to see now. I looked it up and it sounds pretty damn interesting. Uh, so yeah, that, that sounds like a cool one. Um, speaking of the beast episode, Joe Cox over in the popcorn and puzzle pieces group brought up the shallows because of how relentless the shark is in that. And then, you know, compared to the lion here. So that definitely makes sense. Great piece there. Uh, for Deadstream, Pete Abeda brought up Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I've never heard of that movie. I don't know what that is, but, uh, that movie Deadstream is insane. So I'm sure... Uh, Gonjiam Haunted Asylum is also insane. Uh, Smile, Two Peas on a Pod podcast brought up watching the ring while riding through It's a Small World. And yes, that is uh, a really great description of what Smile is. So thank you for that one. Uh, I really like that. And then the last episode that we got some listener puzzle pieces for, this is the most we've ever gotten for anything. I don't know what that means, either that there's just so many things that can be brought up for the movie Barbarian, or that people loved it or hated it and wanted to bring up things to compare it to. I don't even know, but uh, it's exciting that so many people had suggestions. So first up, Ben Yonker over in the Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces group said... The Shining meets Home Improvement, and uh, I I see where he's going with that. I love that. Uh, William Rails said Wreck, and I've never seen Wreck, but I, I know of its reputation and how insane it is, and I think I can imagine exactly where he's going with that one. Uh, Manish said Room, which uh, I can absolutely see as far as, um, you know, the 
fucked up shit that's happening in that basement. Um, Chad Clinton Freeman, our buddy Chad, brought up Gone in the Night, The Woman, and Dead Shack, which I have never heard of any of those movies, but Chad knows some really weird movies. He also brought up Parasite, the Oscar winner, which, uh, yeah, sure, there's some weird stuff happening in the basement, so why not? Let's go with that one. Uh, Joe Black, who has been on the show plenty of times, he brought up that uh, at the end of the episode, me and my guest, Jay Horton, we were talking about uh, how there's some kind of movie where a newly introduced character goes through this awful thing that we, the audience, already know about, and we couldn't think of a good example of it. Joe brought up Death Proof, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, and that's a great example of that. So that may have been what we were thinking of when we couldn't. It was right at the tip of our tongues, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that's a good one. That would have fit there perfectly. And then last up is Pete Abeda again. Uh, had a bunch that he sent in. Uh, Alien Resurrection because of the creature. Dread and Raid Redemption, but in reverse, he said. Uh, Mortal Kombat for the arm fatality, which, uh, yes, anytime I could bring up Mortal Kombat on the podcast, I'm down for that. And the British Royal Family for the generational inbreeding. Absolutely. Let's, I, I love every once in a while bringing in a non-movie puzzle piece, so why not? Let's go with that. So, as always, thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you for sending in these puzzle pieces. Anytime you're listening to an episode of Piecing It Together and you think you've got some puzzle pieces that we didn't bring up, I would love to hear them, and I will read them on the next trailer episode, so get in touch. And with that said, let's talk about some November movies. Jason Harris is back with us to talk about some movie trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave, so many trailers. So many movies. It's a stacked month, Jason. Jason's still in Halloween spirit, I think. He's all he's all dressed up all cozy, and uh, he's making noises and voices and stuff. I mean, and... we do have uh, uh, an episode of The Shining that may or may or not have been released at this point in time when this yeah, goes exactly. out. And uh, maybe I uh, am turning into the Jack Nicholson character right now by watching uh, all trailers and no movies make Jack a dull boy. Does that make me Danny or does that make me Shelly Duvall? Uh, you've always been the Shelly Duvall type in okay. my... Uh, hey, she's Fair. coming back. She's in a horror movie coming back. That's How right. Cool Maybe we'll that? be talking about that on one of these episodes. Sometime. Yeah, we like that. All right, let's take a quick look back at the movies that we covered on our October trailers episode. Uh, we talked about Mr. Harrigan's Phone, which I did not watch. Did you watch that one? You know, this is the theme of the year. You know, we knew the short story was cool and like... Uh, or it was supposed to be good, and then the trailer looks good, and then everyone watches it, and it's like, ugh, it's nothing great. And then it's like, yeah. there's so much to get through. How is that going to cut through the noise for us? Because we're busy yeah. guys, Dave. We're that busy, is right. busy guys. That busy. is absolutely right. Very busy. Mm -hmm. uh, I was also too busy for Lyle Lyle Crocodile for other reasons, but uh, I, I kind of wanted to see at least the, uh, the scenes with Javier Bardem. Maybe I'll uh, fast forward it once it hits streaming. I don't know if you've heard, but Lyle, Lyle Crocodile and Sonic the Hedgehog, hot new Hollywood couple. <laughs> I would watch that movie, I'm telling you right now. Uh, next up is Hellraiser, which we did cover here on the show. It was good. It wasn't great, but we had a good time talking about it. I, I'm taking it you didn't see. I know you didn't really think it looked too good. I've still never seen any Hellraiser. I've, I've been catching up on stuff, but uh, not that Watch long. the original. The original yeah. is so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Halloween ends. Look, I'll just say we didn't cover it on the show, but uh, not as bad as some people made it out to be, but also not good. Uh, I, I don't know. You didn't watch it, did you? Everyone says it's trash, Dave. Yeah, it, it's it's not good, but I, I think I've kind of warmed up to it. At first, I gave it a really bad review on Letterboxd. Uh, Jason, you want to plug your Letterboxd? Go for it, Jason. There you go. Uh, but I, I've kind of warmed on it a little bit. Uh, still not good, though. Next up, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. I've actually seen a few people logging it on Letterboxd and saying that it's kind of fun. I, I haven't watched it. Did you? Yeah, I watched this one. You know, okay. This was the first Halloween movie Scarlet and I got around to this year. Nice. Um, I like uh, the setting, the whole town. Um, and Marlon Wayans is, is uh, funny in these movies and, and everything. Rob Riggle. 
who played at my trivia the other night, Rob Riggle, wow. fan of the trivia party. Check out nice. the trivia party when in Vegas. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, it's got and Lauren Lapkus, like fun actors in it. But then like story-wise, they're like, okay, uh, let's do this, but also do this. And then we'll just explain how these two don't work by saying they do work because we've explained it, you know. So <laughs> it's not great, obviously, but like it's fine. It's fun. You know, I'm okay. going to watch a Netflix Halloween movie every year, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, next up was Bitch Ass, which looked ridiculous. Um, I don't think it actually came out. Maybe it did. Maybe it's on some VOD platform, but uh, it certainly didn't make any noise. Maybe and it's not even a real movie, Dave. It might not be. <laughs> Strangely, though, our next one, White Bird, A Wonder Story, which I don't understand why it was coming out in October to begin with. This made no noise and was supposed to be like a theatrical release and everything. I don't think it came out. And I, I didn't research this ahead of time. I probably it's, should have. What happened to this movie? It was uh, big, big advertisements in the theaters and stuff. It is definitely not playing by us. And we have another movie with the word wonder in it this time around. I don't know uh, what's uh, like who, like we said, who was asking for this one last time? Yeah, I, that is a good question. Uh, next up is Black Adam, the big DC superhero movie with The Rock. Um, I did watch it, and we have an episode coming on it. Uh, it's really dumb, but um, I, I don't know. I had fun with it. It's a rock nobody, movie. Nobody likes it. Critically, it made a lot of money commercially. Yeah, yeah which is to be expected. Uh, next up, Ticket to Paradise, which I've heard is very good. I have not gotten around to seeing it yet, though. I haven't heard it's very good. Who are you talking to? I don't know. I've seen a lot of people saying that it was like a, you know, good, maybe not very good, but a solid return to, you know, those kinds of rom-coms. I would like to watch it, but then again, I'd like a girlfriend to watch it with. So I'm over too. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Last one just came out, so I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, but also hearing really good things about The Good Nurse. uh, I watched it. came out. Oh, you did? I watched it. Yeah. I watched it. Uh, Strong performances, but a lot of like, um, kind of uh you know just taciturn procedural stuff where mm-hmm. it's easy to get bored with so it's all right uh i i think the performances are the best things in it but yeah it's just all right all right man i did not do very good three out of ten for me but uh was that where i was this time or was i yeah two? i think we I tied usually i'm way ahead of you but yeah I... you stink this month I stink. All right, let's move on to November trailers. We got a lot to talk about here. First up is The Wonder, which will be in limited release on November 2nd in theaters and then hits Netflix on the 16th. It's about uh, a woman, uh, I believe is a doctor, uh, played by Florence Pugh, who is brought in to examine a religious family's claim that their daughter hasn't eaten four months and uh, is living off of... I guess religion or something. Mana from heaven. Mana from heaven. That's right. Uh, it's based off a best-selling novel from the writer of Room. Um, it looks like it's you know at least an attempt at like a big uh, end-of-year type movie from Netflix. Right, and you got uh, not just uh, the Florence Pugh character, but that other character, and they're watching this girl on shifts to try to figure it out, and they're in this like. Uh, very remote, rural, uh, British setting, maybe, or who knows what countryside they're in. Yeah, yeah. But um, it looks good. I mean, you know, we say it every month, but I was excited. Uh, The setting and taking shifts, Dave, you're going to be happy. Uh, I immediately thought of the lighthouse right off the bat, and you know, what's more than meets the eye. And then um, I liked uh, the exorcism of Emily Rose for those kind of religious beats that you can't explain and then the religious fanaticism of uh people questioning their religion is first reformed paul schrader first reformed yeah very good one there i went uh for my religious puzzle piece i went with scorsese's silence um another underappreciated religious epic but uh you know, a different kind of story but a lot of crisis of faith going on and all that um my other piece though uh the Kevin Spacey film K-Pax, where he claims to be an alien and maybe he's telling the truth, but, you know, how can we really know for sure? Seems like, you know, th- this looks like an interesting movie, but I have a feeling we're not going to, like, get to the bottom of anything. At least that's the the 
idea that I got from the trailer. We'll see. My brother and I, we used to always uh, pretend like if there was a title of a movie that someone would have dramatically say it in the movie. So uh, at one point, we just looked look to the sky and went, K-Pax! <laughs> and then a friend of mine from college was like, I saw K-Pax and I was waiting the whole movie for someone to look to the sky and yell, K-Pax! <laughs> and it never happened. That movie would have been way better if that happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Next up on November 4th on Prime Video is My Policeman with Harry Styles. Uh, I believe his first like starring role performance. He's been in a bunch of movies, uh, you know, trying to make inroads into acting. But uh, this is a, a big star making performance for him uh about a love triangle that unfolds yeah. over many years um he's about know, to get some of that watermelon sugar he sure is <laughs> yeah uh i i don't know about this one i i didn't really think it looked particularly good but i mean they're certainly gonna try yeah this is another one of those like hey i'm a masculine guy in another time and i can't fuck <laughs> another masculine guy in another time without secrecy right um so we're doing that thing again so you know, Brokeback yeah. Mountain is the 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 obvious one, and then you know, I, I felt was this Irish or British? I couldn't tell again. Right, I, I don't know. I, I we're going off trailers alone here with these trailer episodes. It, it had that sure. it had that very serious uh, feel of normal people and the weight of love, um, which I liked. And obviously, both those uh, stars have gone on to big things this year. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I went, you know, you've got like the lifelong romance between these people with various ages. So I thought of The Notebook. And then the other one I thought of is The Dreamers uh, with Eva Green and Michael Pitt. Uh, and I forget who the third person was, but, you know, like the whole thruple thing going on with the, yeah. uh, you know, multiple people. So I mean, this, this trailer did not like I'm for any type of storytelling, but this one didn't really. It grabbed me by any ways, unlike The Wonder, which was a very gripping trailer, I thought. Absolutely. Uh, next up is Causeway, which will be on Apple Plus on November 4th, as well as limited theatrical release, and is the return of Jennifer Lawrence after not doing really much of anything in the world of acting in the past few years. Jennifer Lawrence, paper boy from Atlanta. Yes. Ooh, man, that guy is He's doing a lot of like really good stuff, but he's about to be a huge star. I feel like he's shown a lot of range. Um, oh yeah, a lot of I things. agree. But um, I I watch this and I'm like, is there another trailer? This is they very tell you very little right, about anything. Right. All yeah, I can it, really do, it does feel out, like a teaser. It feels like like a very small little just a bite. But for for a drama, you wouldn't really expect a teaser then a you know a trailer. But right. So I mean, to me, it felt like one of those like. I'm going home to my hometown, but I don't want to go home or there's shit I got to take care of at home. Mm -hmm. um, that's all I really got from the, the trailer. So um, I put the skeleton twins. Do you remember that movie with Bill sure. Hader and, uh, yeah. and Kristen Wiig? And then uh, Lifeguard, the uh, Kristen Bell movie where she goes home and has to settle up on some things. Okay. Were you were you guessing that Jennifer Lawrence is a lifeguard because she's in a bathing suit in one scene in this movie, in this trailer? I didn't guess that, but oh, um okay. but I, I mean what it, it would be as valid as any other thing guessing there in this you trailer, go. right? It works, absolutely. Uh, I went with Lost in Translation. I I kind of got the idea that they're both going through something like uh you know, it's like a grief type thing, you know, there, there's some kind of loss or something. And so I just thought of these two people kind of helping each other through this hard time. And uh, that's really the only thing I wrote down. I had written down like, you know, a, a movie about two people trying to, you know, help each other through a difficult time. Like that's kind of the main thing I got out of this trailer. And I didn't really think of a second. You know, if you Google that phrase, you can look yeah. up various options. Though. You know, here's the thing. I'm uh, getting ready to leave town. Oh, you don't have time Jason, to Google. And I, I don't have time for this. Oh, okay, cool. That's <laughs> yeah, why I said so, you're a busy, busy guy. I, I knew you would pick up the slack with the skeleton twins and lifeguards. So, you know, thank you. Uh, there we go. Those. Uh, next up, I know you love your holiday movies. Oh, uh, so I, I had to include some. You know? I want to punch you in the dick for this one, though. <laughs> We've got <laughs> Falling for Christmas. We'll be on Netflix November 10th with uh, Awesome Movie Year alumni Lindsay Lohan uh, returning for a Christmas movie. Uh, she's a rich hotel heiress who gets amnesia 
and uh, somehow she remembers she's rich, but that's about it. Um, and that's here, where the here, humor Dave, comes when, from. When the logic of the trailer can be taken apart within two minutes of watching a trailer, that's when you know the movie's going to be uh, just a horse's, uh, no, an elephant's asshole sized piece sure. of crap, right? Because yeah. the first thing you see is all these paparazzi snapping pictures of her, right? And then she says, I want to be known for more than just being a hotel heiress, right? So she's already known. And she's already famous. So then she falls into fucking Christmas fuckface build. And <laughs> nobody there knows her. Even though she's famous worldwide, no one in Christmasville knows anything about her. And it's like, you in your own trailer, you've already defied the logic of your movie. So how is your movie going to be any good? Fuck you. Uh, I'm going to punch Dave in the dick. Uh, do you want yeah. pieces i'll give you pieces if you i want. just throw them out there why not uh, yeah. uh trading places because she goes from rich to you know uh working man and uh every hallmark movie and then memento because i'm sure this is going to be as innovative as uh, yeah absolutely i i threw in her own you know crowd pleasing family friendly movies parent trap freaky friday that stuff it's like she's She's trying to recapture some of that. But then I actually, I cheated here because I, I didn't mean to see this, but when I was watching the trailer, I had the comments, uh, you know, underneath on YouTube and somebody pointed out a puzzle piece for me, basically the film Overboard with Anna Faris, which Dude. I've never seen. Why, but... don't you, why don't you say the film Overboard with Goldie Hawn, the original? Well, you know, that's the one that the guy pointed out in the comments. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Now I'm going to punch you in the dick and the face. <laughs> Let's get the hell away from this movie. Uh, it looks, up, it's infuriatingly uh, <laughs> angersome, is it not? Yeah, no, it looks terrible. Anger-inducing, I should say, yeah. Yeah. Our next movie looks good, though. Uh, it's James Gray's latest. Uh, it's called Armageddon Time. It'll be in theaters on November 11th. It stars Anthony Hopkins, Anne Hathaway, and Jeremy Strong. Uh, about a family who's trying to kind of live the american dream and they're dealing with uh racism and classism and all the fun things about america and james gray has made some great movies and uh this looks like it's gonna be another one i mean dude anne hathaway we know track record of uh great acting anthony yep. hopkins legend among legends uh yep. best actor when just a couple of years ago but i cannot I'm mesmerized by Jeremy Strong right now between Succession yeah. and this and like that dude top of the game at the moment, right? So yeah. Um, and but by the way, by the way, I know you've been trying to get me to watch Succession forever, and we finally did. We we binged the whole thing uh, just last month, and he's great. The show is great, of course. Like you yeah. said, it is. It's the best show on TV easily. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is one of those, and we're getting a lot of them this month. Uh, uh, writer, director, personal pictures, right? So I, right. I'm going to take licorice pizza off the table before you get a chance to. Sure. Uh, going sure. back to childhood. And then this idea, there's this whole thing. He's a kid and he's friends with uh, a, a black child and he's not supposed to be. And there, that element of racism and who you're supposed to hang out with. I mean, there's a lot of movies like that. I went with the very underrated uh, Not Fade Away by David Chase. Um, which is more about, you know, I don't know if it necessarily touches on the racism as much, but like the idea of like, you're supposed to go in the way your parents uh, predicted you to go and not another way. Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's a much better version. I, I threw green book on here, which, you know, that as far as race relations in America, hopefully this is a much better movie than that. Um, but yeah, of course, you know, this does feel very personal and there, like you said, there's so many of these like e extremely personal movies from these filmmakers who have been around for a while doing so many things and they all just kind of seem to be coming to this right now. You could do licorice pizza. You could do Belfast. You could do, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. I mean, Roma, uh, you know, yeah, any Roma, yeah. any of those. So yeah, James Gray, why not get one from James Gray? Uh, yeah, how did you I, get once upon a time in Hollywood? Well, I mean, you know, that's Tarantino just like maybe not personal, but like the things that he loves, you know, like going to to the world that he loves so much and exploring that. So All right. I'll let it go because you're still hurting from the dick punch earlier. Yeah, I, I am. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Uh all right. How about another dick punch? Another <laughs> This one doesn't look bad. This one looks okay. 
This one looks all right. Okay, this is uh, called Spirited. It will be in limited theaters on November 11th and then on Apple TV Plus on the 18th. And it is Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell doing basically an on-the-nose update of A Christmas Carol, uh, complete with Ryan Reynolds-style humor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just Ryan reynolds out, but... And see, uh, I've uh, and, and I've uh, found him very warm and charming on Welcome to Wrexham about him and uh, Rob McElroy buying the Wrexham Football Club in Wales and uh, Rob McElhenney. See, I McElhenney. can't pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that, that show has been one of the delightful sleepers for me this year. So I, this definitely is like, hey, Will Ferrell and um, Ryan Reynolds, here's the script, but just improvise the whole thing, right? You know, so... Sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you look at these kind of and we've talked about it before, these kind of twisted Christmas comedies like Scrooge is still the best uh, of the bunch for me. Yeah, um, for so sure. I put that in there. And then this idea of uh, it's the ghost of Christmas present. But I, I, I kind of took it more as like a guardian angel. So I threw dogma on the list. We haven't talked okay. about that one in a while. Kevin yeah, said. that's cool. I like that as a. Uh... You know, because it's obviously going to be, even though it's still a family film, it's still going to be a little more adult skewed than like a classic Christmas type movie. So, uh, so yeah, I like that. That's a fun one to put on there. Um, I I threw on here a combination of Elf and Deadpool because you're getting, you know, the exact persona that you expect out of Will Ferrell and out of Ryan Reynolds. And so they're, they're most like famous characters as far as like that kind of thing is concerned. Um, and then I also kind of felt like this, had a feeling of like all of these Disney live action remakes, like taking this, like this story that is just so completely beloved and ingrained in society and just making this new version of it when it just seems like almost impossible to do that. So, you know, hopefully this is more successful than those are. Well, then again, those are incredibly successful. Just you mean better. Yeah. I mean better. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Hopefully that'll be good. Um, I guess I'll watch it. Next up is She Said, uh, November 18th in theaters. This is uh, essentially the Me Too movie. It's uh, about the writers who published the article that took down Harvey Weinstein and kicked off the whole movement. It stars Carrie Mulligan, Zoe Kazan, also Patricia Clarkson, Samantha Morton, and Ashley Judd plays herself, apparently. What do you think about this? Andre Brower, I saw in there. Um, You know, these movies either work very well or they just become so hamstrung by the procedure, right? Like we just yeah. talked about. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, obviously, the assistant dealt with this um, in a very uh, effective and uncomfortable way, right? Sure. Like that was yeah. a good movie there. And then if you're going to talk about movies of journalists trying to you know, break the story that no one wants them to break, and one that worked really well, I, I spotlight. Yeah, absolutely. Spotlights on my list as well. The assistant's a really interesting one to bring up because like I was thinking when I first saw this, I was like, doesn't it feel kind of too soon to like be telling the story? It's like not everything is played out exactly, you know, but the assistant did it already and did it so well. So maybe maybe the story is at a place where it's uh, worth telling. Um, the other one uh, with Carrie Mulligan's involvement, right. I thought a promising young woman. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. You think Harvey Weinstein's like in jail? Like, like I'm still in the movies, baby. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure he is. Whether this movie's happening or not, I'm sure he's saying things like yeah, that. So. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you just don't know these movies. Like, like I said, like you just don't know. They either they either sizzle or fizzle, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up is Poker Face, which will be on VOD on November 22nd. Directed by and starring Russell Crowe. This one seemed like kind of messy from the trailer. I I had a hard time putting together the synopsis. Like, he's a millionaire gambler who invites a bunch of people, a bunch of high rollers to his house to play a poker game. Then he poisons them, but then his house gets broken into during the game. Did all this happen, or am I crazy? I think so, and then they go into... Uh, you know, a safe, a safe room, and then, a safe room, yeah, right. And then you know, his daughter comes in, and what's she doing there? Now they have to come out and like save her. I, I mean, dude, you know, uh, if the guys on the big picture ever want to take a week off, maybe we could jump in and like do a Russell Crowe episode or something like that. I'd be down because sure. like this guy was as good as any actor there was, right? And then he just kind of 
took a sharp uh, straight to uh, you know streaming route very quickly. And yeah. why is that? What happened? Like, you know, he was in uh, Thor this summer and that was a fun turn. And, but um, I don't know. I don't. And this is the one he chose to direct. So it's he, weird. His last his last one was the Water Diviner in 2014. That's the only two things he's directed. Like a very interesting career. And he, you're right. Like he he's back to theatrical here and then he's just away from theatrical. Like he doesn't he hasn't done like a, a straight direction like a lot of these people do, like where they fall off and stay falling off. He he just pops up and goes away and pops up and goes away. It's and weird. I really don't think in like the early 2000s, there was not or late 90s, early 2000s, there wasn't a better actor around. He was killing He's it so, so hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, rounders for the mm-hmm. backroom poker, illicit poker game. Panic room for the panic room. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I had, I had rounders as well. Uh, also, I put in uh, Casino Royale just uh poker and a whole lot of other shit happening you know so i figured to throw that in there and then just for like the tech billionaire's house i thought of ex machina just sure sure you know just kind of seems setting wise anyway so uh yeah i don't know it'll be an interesting one i i kind of want to watch it even though it looks like a mess next up on november 23rd in theaters it's devotion or as I like to call it, Top Gun Maverick 2. There you uh, go. Jo- Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell star in an aerial Navy fighter pilot movie set during the Korean War. Um, obviously, you know, joking about Maverick. I mean, that movie had been completed for years and delayed over and over again because of COVID. So, um, you know, I think it's safe to say there's comparisons that could be made there. But uh, other than that, it, I don't know. It, it looks good. I'm, I'm surprised they seem to be doing... Um, like award type screenings for it and stuff like that. Like, I wonder if they're really going to try to position this that way. Well, maybe when you and the other cucks in the Las Vegas film critic society see it, you can let me know what's going on. But uh, I don't know. It does not look good to me, you know? Yeah. Like they're like from the forgotten war. And I'm like, do people not remember or not, you know, we know the Korean war was a thing, right? So yeah, I don't know this whole idea. It just feels like a lot of paint by numbers. Like, um, you know, minority military man has to overcome uh, uh, prevailing views, which are not cool, right? That's Men of Honor, Cuba Gooden Jr., I yeah. think, right? And then yeah. um, the, there was a whole um, that movie, Red Tails, which was all about, um, you know, a yep. black division of pirates, uh, pirates, yep. pilots. <laughs> we should have a, a movie. A black no, pirate movie? Yeah, I'd watch that. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. And I don't mean like uh, Captain Phillips. I mean like Captain Hook, you know what I mean? Yes, so, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This one did not look good to me at all. Yeah. I mean, I really like both of those actors. Right. But, you know, I, but yeah, it looks derivative. And I had the exact same puzzle pieces, by the way, as you, Men of Honor, Red Tails. Uh, yeah, the exact same thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's just so weird. It's, you know, coming off the the heels of Maverick to like have another movie that looks so similar, but I guess we'll see when it comes out. Uh, our last one of our main movies we're going to talk about for the month. Uh, there's so many movies this month, but uh, bones and all it'll be out on the 24th in theaters. It's Luca Guadagnino's uh, reunion with Timothy Chalamet uh, after call me by your name, of course. And uh, Luca's first film since 2018 Suspiria remake, uh, it's about two cannibals who fall in love and looks kind of insane. Um, I, I don't really know what to make of it, but I know it's like a big end of year film. Um, right. It also stars Mark Rylance, who I know they've been pushing for awards consideration. Uh, Michael Stahlberg, Chloe Sevigny, Andre Holland, a lot of people. Yeah, what do you think about this one? Yeah, in this uh, trailer, they don't tell you that they're cannibals at all, right? Right. You know? They just so it's like yeah, gloss yeah. over that major plot point for <laughs> marketing purposes. Uh, but this is the year of cannibal entertainment, I guess, with this and Dahmer, right? So yeah, um, sure. But I don't know. Is it? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Like this is going to be good. I just watched Cat People, and uh, did you ever see that? The uh, I've never seen it. Paul Schrader movie, and there were just elements of that where you're seeing like blood spurt from the mouth of these people who ate other people um, mm-hmm. that, that reminded me of it. And again, we come back to natural born killers or Bonnie and Clyde, this kind of criminals on in love on the run. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I had natural born killers as well. I also had the road. Um, and then 
I've never actually seen it, but I've heard a lot of people make this comparison. Uh, Terrence Malick's Badlands, um, ah. which people say it's uh, you have to have seen it before you watch this. So I plan on doing that. We should never watch seen it. it. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, I know we have a lot of other movies in November. That and we I watched watch. 25 trailers for preparation <laughs> for this episode, Dave. You did a great job, Jason. I'm re- very happy about that. Let, let's just speed through. You can let me know. I didn't watch all of the trailers. Uh, some of them I did. I, Enola Holmes 2, November 4th, Netflix. First, First Enola Holmes was really fun. This one looks like we're pushing a little too hard of like, I'm yeah. a female detective, so no one will hire me. Uh, mm. Elements of Cruella, uh, the TV show Home Before Dark, and then I put uh, the Nicole Kidman movie Destroyer, which was really great and dark. <laughs> but I'll watch this yeah. one. I'll watch this one. Uh, Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which uh, your awesome movie, your co-host, and I will be covering. We'll be recording an episode tomorrow on, actually. I've already seen it, and uh, I, I'll save my thoughts. No, but, uh, just tell me. Is it good? Yeah. It's fun. Ah. If you if you watch the trailer, like the fake trailer from seven years ago that the director made, it's basically that for a whole movie. Well, I watched so. the real trailer from this okay. year, and Daniel Radcliffe looks good. You know, we have all of these like obvious choices: Bohemian Rhapsody, Rocket Man. But I thought this leaned more a little towards like Man on the Moon, the uh, Jim Carrey, Andy Kaufman, Milos Forman movie, because of the performance art aspect, and then. That kind of early 80s, like, what do I want to do with my life? I put everybody wants some. Yeah, that, that, that's a fun one. Yeah, that's that's a cool piece. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, of course, is going to be like the big movie of the month. And I'm sure we'll cover it on the show. That's why I left it off of our main 10. But uh, I think it's a great trailer, even if Marvel has been kind of on a downward trend these past few movies. Right. It has, although the TV shows have been pretty good, right? So yeah, uh, sure. who knows? Um, you know, again, a lot of, I mean, it looks like they're really treating it with reverence. We've seen characters die in like Avengers Endgame, uh, but obviously never an actor who plays the character. So, um, you know, it seems like they're really going all into like honor Chadwick, uh, Bozeman there. And then there's this whole kind of, uh, uh, seafaring, uh, Aquaman thing, which was like, Hey, that's DC. <laughs> yeah well we got avatar to talk about too next month so uh you know uh r.i.p.d2 rise of the damned which i can't even believe is a thing yeah um, who wanted this very you know? strange very uh weird. i put wild wild west because that's how bad it looks and i put jingle all the way too because i looked up trailers that went straight to video there you go uh strange world which i'm actually looking forward to even though the trailer i don't think worked as well as i was hoping but i just love the idea of it like a, a, a disney movie that like goes into like a weird kind of sci-fi world i think just sounds good oh yeah like Lightyear. <laughs> yeah i mean like this Lightyear. looks like the beats of Lightyear. i also put don't yeah. look up for the environmental situation and then add astra for like hey my dad's lost in space and now we found him yeah, yeah, that, those are actually great pieces for it. Uh, the Fablemans, of course, Spielberg's new movie, which uh, I absolutely can't wait for. I mean, who can wait for it? Oh, Kanye can wait for it because he hates Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Good, good job, Jason. Uh, Cinema Paradiso and Hugo were the ones I put about like the love of cinema. But then what was so interesting is like there's this part like, what's the movie you're going to make? And they show him making a movie as a kid. And mm-hmm. it reminded me of those kids who remade Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, shot oh, for yeah. shot, right? And there's that documentary, Raiders, the story of the greatest fan film ever made, which, of course, Spielberg, you know, heavily influenced there and everything like that. So uh, it's it's like art eating life, eating art. There you go. That That's awesome when that happens. It's always fun and makes for difficult conversations on piecing it together. Uh, <laughs> next up is Disenchanted, which I never actually saw Enchanted. Uh, Enchanted's fun. The first one? Enchanted's yeah. fun. We watched it recently, you know, and um, it's good. I don't think it needed a sequel, and this doesn't look like uh, it's going to be good, but maybe, I mean, Enchanted's the movie that really broke Amy Adams big, and she's really yeah. good, and you know, this whole idea of like, oh, now everything's good. So we're moving to the country and I want it to be a fairy tale. I was like, Ugh. you know, um, she makes a wish. It doesn't go well. Hocus pocus. Moving to the country. Crazy things happen. Beetlejuice. And then the Disneyfication elements with the big musical numbers. Mary Poppins. I don't know. Whatever. Leave me alone. 
I feel like Jason's doing my homework for me. I'm going to just refer to this whole little speed round if I end up covering any of these movies. Yeah. Uh, the Independent, which, by the way, uh, I didn't write down her name, but the director, it's her first feature, but she directed the behind-the-scenes documentary of Wet Hot American Summer. Woo, that's exciting. How random is that? Yeah, I could. all I could find was a, was a scene from the movie where... Um, yeah. So I don't even know exactly what it is, what the movie is, except that it takes place seemingly in the election of 2016 maybe and a reporter uh uncovers some stuff that could help sway the election but brian cox who's still at the top of his game is the publisher who's like well we can't you didn't get this the right way so we can't go with it and and the scene looked good to me so um you know another one of these newspaper movies that could go either way i guess yeah for sure uh roll dolls matilda the musical I didn't gonna even be know great. this was a thing. It's is gonna this be on great. Disney or what is it? It's going to be on Netflix. Netflix. Uh, this summer, uh, Scarlett and I saw the uh, the play, uh, the live version of this at Super Summer Theater. This was on Broadway and, you know, had this toured. And, you know, it's definitely, you know, Matilda, James the Giant Peach, definitely have these kids who were mistreated. Um, but then you could also throw in like an Annie type thing because they're, held down by like adults in power positions. And then there's a whole, uh, you know, any of these Broadway movies that have become uh, Broadway shows that have become movies lately, but it, it feels whimsical. Like Wee's big adventure. Also, this is going to be awesome. I think. Awesome. Uh, does bar fight feel whimsical bar fight feels like it's a fun, stupid comedy, right? Uh, these two, these, this couple breaks up. And they both claim their favorite bar is the one that they could that they get to go to. And the only way they settle it is by ha- competing against each other in a bunch of bar related games. That's you a know. fun setup. It yeah. seems like, you know what, dude, if there's like a rainy day or like I'm just tired and I want to just watch something for an hour and a half. This could be fun. The breakup I still love is an underrated movie and beer fest were my two on this one. Nice. Uh, a Christmas Story Christmas. Is that a real movie? Yeah, man. What are you talking Where are you fi- about? Where dude? are you finding these? You don't know that a Christmas story is coming back with Ralphie as an adult? I I haven't heard about any of this. Dude, you're you're just uh it's why too many movies. Punched in the I, dick so much. I get to ten and then I like throw on maybe another five, and then I'm like, all right, done. I can move on to other things. So any, you know, 8-bit Christmas, which was so reverential to the 80s last year, I put down. And then you could take any movie that had a sequel uh, 30 years later or whatever. You know, sure. you mentioned Maverick. I put Wall Street in my big fat Greek wedding. The menu. I don't know how I uh, missed when I was making my list, actually, because that is like one of the bigger movies of the month. Um, yeah, this is going to be like a big one, I think. It, it looks could uh, be really good. Yeah. Chef, obviously, because it's the, sh- the, the idea of a chef who's so, rev- uh, you know, in love with his own work, his own cooking. Bergman Island for the strange setting and then the hunt, because I think they're going to hunt people in this one. That's, I think, what's going to happen. Yes. Um, <laughs> the people we hate at the wedding. Um, I did not get to this trailer. What's this one about? Uh, this looks terrible, Dave. It's like one of these kind of like, hey, I mean, it's based on a novel and it's like uh, we're all going to England for our half sister's wedding and then we become the assholes at the wedding. And um, there's that whole like Curtisville uh situation it feels like you know um where it's like just a bunch of people at a wedding who have to like get their shit together you know (laughs) so my bet or you can put my best friend's wedding and then uh i think maybe like the way it's told there might have like a hangover element where they have to piece stuff together piecing it to okay whatever i like when that happens uh the next one I'm really looking yes. forward to. I, I this sounds insane. I I didn't actually watch the trailer. I feel like I don't need to. Like it, it's already gotten so much raves. Like I'm really just looking forward to seeing it already. It's called EO. Um, oh, it's man. about a donkey. Yeah, <laughs> it's about a donkey who gets uh, I think shipped uh, off somewhere, but then breaks free and like roams the countryside in many countries, or at least Italy and maybe Poland. It looks beautiful. It looks awesome. It won the jury prize at Cannes, right? And uh, or maybe the audience prize. I'm excited for this one too, man. Um, you know, it's got elements of Babe, maybe more Babe Pig in the City because it's that out of place type thing. Sure. And Dumbo, of course. But um, this this looks like uh, the one to recommend maybe for the month. Maybe me and you will cover that one on the uh, on a full episode. That that could be fun. 
Um, the last one we have on our list is There There, uh, which is another one I hadn't heard about, but I'm seeing Jason Schwartzman's in it. Yeah, it's got a lot of uh, pretty well-known actors. I think this must have been a pandemic movie where they're all on like Zoom figuring oh. out their love lives together. So like, imagine Love Actually on a Zoom type thing. And then mm-hmm. I put stage the uh, Michael Sheen, uh, David, uh, what's his last name show? Uh, David Tennant. The Michael David Sheen, Tennant. David Tennant there you show. Go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I, I'm seeing here uh, the, when I Googled it, the the first thing, the first article is from The Wrap, and it says it's as unapproachable as Harmony Corinne's Trash Humpers or David Lynch's Inland Empire. So mm. that sounds fun. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that, that does sound good. Let's go with that. Then, so. Nice. Well, that does it for November. So many movies to watch. Um, Jason, is there a movie you watched recently you want to recommend to our listeners? Yes, Dave, and I know you've already done it, but uh, I finally got around to seeing the unbearable weight of massive talent at oh, Nicolas Cage nice. movie, and it is, uh, as you said, about as much fun as you can have watching a movie. Yeah, uh, absolute blast. Um, really great. Jason, what is going on with Awesome Movie Year and everything else you're up to? Dave, it's uh, we're in the middle of the holiday movies, which if it was up to me, we would just do three months of them, but... <laughs> You know, uh, Uncle Scrooge Josh over there says we have to go to a new season, uh, which is fine. Uh, I'm excited about it. We're we're going from Halloween movies to 1953. So uh, it's the season furthest back in film history for us. Uh, We're learning a lot. We're watching some good things, some not so good things, but it's all good. Uh, So that's what we're doing on Awesome Movie Year. As you know, you can find us at Awesome Movie Year on all the socials. Awesome Movie Pod on Twitter, awesomemovieyear.com. And I'm uh, at uh, Go For Jason on Leatherbox. I have a website, Go For Jason, that's not worth anything. I don't even think it works anymore. Recently, you told me it hosts our website. I'm like, well, then that's doing something because it doesn't host mine right now. Uh, but I'm at Jason Harris Comedy or Jay Harris Comedy on all this stuff. Eat This Comedy is my new venture where we team up with restaurants, curate a special menu, and then you, for one ticket price, you get the dinner and a show type thing. We're doing one uh, – November 13th at Honey Salt. If you want to buy tickets, just go on the Honey Salt website. And then the trivia party. We got two residencies on the strip right now. Losers on Monday, Doghouse on Thursday. I'm busy. I'm tired. Let me go to sleep. Yeah, you just blazed through those uh, plugs. So that was a great job. Uh, Jason, as always, thank you for being here. And I look forward to next time. Dave, I have to start watching trailers right now. There's a lot of movies coming out in December. I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harris, and we co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years, and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984, and we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in November. Thanks, as always, to Jason Harris for joining me on those trailer episodes, and thank you to you for listening. If you enjoy what we do here on Piecing It Together, make sure you're subscribed and uh, drop us a five-star rating and review. That would be nice. You could also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And where uh, me and Jason are planning to hopefully start some trivia nights soon. And also, I told you about the Patreon at the top of the show, the produced by David Rosen Patreon with lots of bonus and advanced content. Check it out, patreon.com slash Rosen. So, uh, yeah, I've got the new album coming out, more content, and uh, why don't I play a song from it right now to close out this episode? This is a track called Power. Hope you enjoy it. I will be back with more Piecing It Together coming up later this week.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.